0: Welcome to the Men Are Forged podcast. It's the place where we help young professional men build for lasting success and a meaningful life. I'm your host, Cartwright Morris. For more information on Men Are Forged, go to menareforged.com. That's menareforged.com. Thanks for listening. Before we get started, if you're a young professional male looking for guidance and direction in your career and life, please look me up at MinterForge.com or CalvertAndAssociates.com and schedule an appointment with me today. Well, welcome. I'm excited today to give my first recap of the Jack Gibson interview. Um, Jack Gibson's website is MyIndestructibleWealth.com. He's uh, creating a great brand of just helping people build wealth. Um you could just tell early in the interview I was really shocked to hear that he was only 43. Um, not by the way he looked, he, you know, he looked like he was, you know, definitely in his early forties, but I, I would say the way he talked, his tone, his temperament, like he's just done it. His experience just was so evident early on that this content is so, uh, embedded in him and what he's, how he's, you know, made his choices. And, um, um, it was just really refreshing to be around cause I could just pick his brain all day. That was one thing I got done. I'm like, golly, I could have talked to him for another hour. Um, because there's just so much like of his thinking that I want, you know, that's, what's fun about this platform is getting to talk with people and, or even just in general podcasts, just to hear people that think differently from you and they see things a different way. And then like you receive something when you talk to them, um, so yeah, it was you know early on, you know, he, I was really interested in his story and how he gets started. and he, he seems like the uh, it's funny like the, within the, even the first uh, you know three to 12 minutes, you know hearing a story how he had, he had adjusted even his little ways of looking at wealth. I mean early on, he said he had a rich dad, poor dad story um, about an uncle who you had never thought. You know, when he died, he left three or four million dollars. That was at minute. Uh, uh, let's see, it was at three fifty. He said, "I can't. You can't take it with you." That at the end of the day, you know, we we make money to enjoy it. Um, but then of course he goes into the balance. You know, I, I immediately asked, "I oh, would love what's the balance of that?" Then, you know, we're not going to spend money we don't have, but we also yeah, we need to enjoy. We need to be save at times, but we need to spend at times. We need, and you know, he kind of went into his. Uh, Um, eventually he gets into actually the ability to be smart. When you've done the right things along the way, and that's when he gets into his stages, is you should easily be able to make big swings when you need to that actually make the big play, whether that is in business or spending like on a trip or to actually enjoy the money. So, um, But then he gets into, you know, so his first, uh, he kind of talked about in college, yeah, he got into like a in minute nine to 12 was, was really his kind of first big failure. Um, the dot-com bust, um, I think is what they called it, um, around 2000. Um, the dot-com bubble, that's what it was. Sorry, forgive me, my terms. Um, but the dot-com bubble around 2000, he had put half of what he made of really early on in his 20s trying to Bill and he put half of it in the stock market, and the stock market crashed, and he lost half of his money. Um, and he just kind of learned uh, through that failure the balance of figuring out, you know, putting, you know, really trying to find assets that continue to make money despite the stock market, um, despite what the economy is doing. That you can still have an asset that makes money. Like, and that's where he kind of gets into real estate eventually, which is an interesting piece. I think that was a lot of some people, I, some of the feedback I got from the episode. So they're asking me, like, so when are you gonna um, buy real estate? Um, but he kind of, it's really interesting. Just kind of his two big failures. He kind of learning to once he you know f- had the failure in the stock market. He then overcorrected and didn't get in the stock market. And when the stock market started going out, and he started seeing people who were not as smart as he was with money do well in the stock market, he kind of was like. Wait, I've been studying, following these things. I just hadn't been willing to make the moves, and that's kind of when he gets into the big swing stuff that I thought was really good. That was in, you know, uh, kind of right before he got the stages. And then, you know, around minute twelve, he hits on that, um, and so that's what's really in our, I think, a lesson for anyone. And that is when sometimes we can make a mistake and overcorrect, and then sometimes we kind of come and go life and it re-corrects us to find the balance in between, right? Um, anyway, so by f- uh, minute 14 tw- and 20 seconds in, that's when he starts his five stages. And the big one is, I think, you know, anybody should know is learning to invest in yourself. Um, uh, and he kind of talks about being financially tired, but never, uh, sorry, no, being work-retired, being, wait, hold on. How did he phrase that? I'm trying to remember. How, I'm trying to think in my mind. Oh yeah, he never was. He's never really work retired, but he's always he's he's financially retired, but he'll never be work retired. That's sorry. That's the phrasing he used, which I thought was really cool. Um, and that's when you always have a side hustle. He even said, like, even if you have this uh, a good paying job for the, your for your most of your life, that it's still going to be hard to retire on that alone because of taxes. And really, we all need to kind of develop that side hustle. Um, And really, you know, that's when he kind of gets, when he starts building the five stages, he gets to a point really by minute 24 that I just lit up and wish I can convey, wish I knew sooner in my life is the idea of your earning potential. How do we develop our mindset that we all have an earning potential, that when we, have a skill, a passion, a desire to help people, that that not only helps people, that brings value to others, but actually um, gives earnings, income to us, and that it's not dependent on a nine-to-five job. It's not dependent on a certain college degree or a certain position at a company or a church or at a... Um, any type of organization right that we don't you know too many for the longest time we we thought this lane of success I know I did it hammered in that I had to have this type of job had this type of income for this was the narrow lane of success and really that when we just start discovering our earning potential and other avenues outside of the normal form of work that we can start really developing that earning potential, and there's so many avenues, especially with the internet, especially with social media and free marketing and branding and all sorts of different like programs that that, that are out there today that you really can do so much. Um, but yeah, with my recap, probably the last thing I would say that I just just really kind of was unique for him for someone who's so successful he, he had already sold two different he's 43 he's only 43 guys he's seven years older than me and he said he had already sold two companies for millions of dollars and he's basically developing his third and he was so nonchalant how he said yeah I just expect to start making hundred 100 grand a month I mean literally just on his brand that that he said like that's a foregone conclusion to him. He's like, I've done it before, and I can do it again. And that's something I think a lesson we could take all to heart of, like, if I've done it before, I can do it again. I have the history, the sweat equity in something to do it again. Um, But, yeah, even just the mindset that we can really start developing, like he he talked about that early on. Um, No, that was kind of probably about halfway, probably around the earning potential of, like, Actually, yeah, that was around there, around minute twenty-four, when he was kind of hitting on, like you can trick your mind, but really you're 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 injecting hope in your brain. You're reshaping your brain to be more of a growth mindset of. You know, if I'm making a thousand, then I need to start believing. Yeah, I can. I can make five thousand a month, or ten, or twenty. That it's like a real thing that your brain starts believing that kind of stuff, and then you start really having action behind it, and you actually start doing the work to really do that. Um, So, uh, yeah, and that part was huge. But then, really, when you get to the end, and he hits on stage five, he's all go through all the stages, which I recommend checking those out, and also getting on his website, myindestructiblewealth.com. The stage five really hits on the humility, and that's really what I was getting to when talking about all his success. That there's still hum- at the end of the day, we there's the stage five is do it all again. Too many times we get to, we go through the, the steps, the stages, and think, "Oh, now I've made it. Now I've got it." Now, give me what I'm owed. Give me what I'm deserved. But really, stage five is the humility to say, no, I should do this all again. I should invest back in myself. I should find assets that bring um, income, continual income, that really help me and my family and also provide a service for somebody else. So anyway, um, I highly recommend checking this out. Um, It... uh, it's a great interview. It was like I said, it was easy. He was easy to talk to. I, the only thing I wish I did um, better, or, or at least ask him more about, was the education piece. It's like, how do we educate people better and really see beyond just the college degree and um, you know educate people the the ability that they have to earn money outside of the normal. So um, appreciate a listen. Please leave comments. Please um, contact me at Menor Forge on um, Instagram or Facebook, or just email me. Um, thanks for listening. That's all we've got for this episode of the Miner Forge podcast. One thing that would really help me and other potential listeners is to rate this show and leave a comment on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you listen. Uh, make sure to link up with me at minerforge.com. Follow me on any social media, Facebook, Instagram, um, or even LinkedIn, and share as much as you can of this podcast with anyone who might enjoy it or would receive from it. Thank you. See you next time.